darlings, and welcome to Digimon Ghost Gaze. We're on week three of our coverage of the gayest episodes of Digimon. And this week we're we're talking a little bit a little bit about our our, our little guy Miyako and her adventures in girls. Uh, I'm Emery. My pronouns are he, she, they. Uh, I'm Morg. My pronouns are they, them. Uh, I'm Ovir. My pronouns are she, they. And we've got a guest today. Hi there. I'm Teddy. Uh, my pronouns are he, him. Yeah, good to have you. Um, yeah, Teddy's been running the uh, the weekly uh, Digi Mondays on our Discord. The uh, little little fun get-togethers where we all watch some Digimon together. We've been making our way through Tamers, and it's been a blast. It's been fun. It's been my excuse to uh, watch Digimon Tamers with friends. I am crying in European. You have no idea. We're sorry that you live in a terrible time zone. I too, I truly do live in the worst of times. <laughs> the worst of times. I mean, you know, maybe we're at the wrong. No, we're objectively correct. We're in the best of times. LVA's in the worst of times. Time was a mistake. We should have never started time. <laughs> time is a mistake we should have just been fine with it being 2am in one place and it being bright and it being dark in others yeah yeah just time that everywhere. is exactly right it's the same this is all clockmon's fault and the next time i see him i will try to punch him all right teddy since you're a new guest here why don't you tell us about your history with digimon all right um well when it comes to digimon I remember it kind of being around when I was a kid. Uh, I caught a few episodes, I think, on TV, and I was like, wow, this is really cool. And then I just uh, didn't watch Digimon regularly. I think I had a few of, like, the toys, like the little, you know, just like a plastic... It, like, wasn't an actual Digimon V-Pet, but it was like... A, I think it was like a digivice looking thing that you could put a crest into or something. I think I had one of those. Um, and I also remember I had the game uh, Digimon World 3 on the PlayStation, uh, but nice, I was a nice. stupid child and could never actually get anywhere in it. So like, it just, it, it was just completely impenetrable to me compared to Pokemon. But, yeah, listen... Uh, that's that's how world games be, kind of. I mean, I tried playing uh, Next Order a couple years ago, and I could not make headway. Digimon video games are just impenetrable sometimes for some reason. <laughs> Truly. Digimon Evolution is very funny. Mm-hmm. I love to play them, even though they're hard. Um, I just like to look at little guys. God, yeah, damn. Little, little guys are the best. Is the they thing. really are. <laughs> I think a year or two ago, I tried to get back into watching Digimon. I tried to watch a bunch of Tamers. I got like halfway through and then got distracted by something else. But uh, mm-hmm. I've been on a Digimon kick lately because uh, while listening to the Sonic Shuffle, I heard about Digimon Ghost Gaze. And I was like, oh, hey, cool. I, I want to listen to that <laughs> podcast. Uh, so I'm going to watch Digimon Ghost Game. There's not too much of it. And I did, and now I'm on a Digimon kick. 
<laughs> I didn't realize you came in through Sonic Shuffle somehow. <laughs> I did. I knew you were a like, Sonic fan, but I didn't realize the Sonic Shuffle was the first one. So I'm like, oh! I think I... The I first, yeah, and the first of Sonic Shuffle I heard was your episode on the uh, Snack Cube uh, Sonic Adventure 2 dub. So that it was, was so like... Good. I love that dub. Ugh, it's, so it's so funny that that's my like first adult exposure to Sonic 2 is <laughs> that... Because, you know, I played it as a kid, but... <laughs> and I guess now it's also Devin's first exposure to Sonic Adventure 2. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Speaking of Adventure 2, we're talking about a different Adventure 2 today. Damn! That was a good segue. Holy wow. shit. Uh, Alright, so yeah, let's get into our first recap. This is for Digimon Adventure 2, Episode 6. So... Uh, we open the episode with a plane touching down, and who could be on it but Mimi Tachikawa? So, uh, we see her for a second. The regular gang of characters is getting ready to go on a picnic in the digital world together. They cartoon sneak into the elementary school to open a digital gate. Uh, but guess who else sneaks in? It's Mimi, who we mentioned earlier. And we get like a little splash screen as if she's a Digimon enemy, which was great. Uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> they, 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 they do those for like all the characters now. They just said fuck it. Um, <laughs> everyone freaks out about being caught in the act of doing Digimon hijinks, except Takeru and Takari, who recognize their felon, fellow chosen child. Also their fellow felon, they did crimes. Yes. Yeah. So true. Uh, Miyako enthusiastically invites Mimi along, and she agrees. The kids explain the whole sitch about the Kaiser and the Dark Towers to Mimi, who's like, damn, a picnic in the digital world? Kids these days. <laughs> Miyako offers Mimi a tuna mayo onigiri, and Mimi immediately falls in love with her. <laughs> Relatable. <laughs> Armadimon is a huge dumbass and overthrow, overhand throws a Kanpyomaki roll to Hawkmon instead of <laughs> passing it normally. By the way, that tuna... That Tuno Mega or Tuno Mayo roll in the English dub for some reason they turned it into a chocolate covered rice ball. Let's mm. go! <laughs> wow! Thanks, thanks, Dubs. Thanks, Good job. Dub. It's not even that's not even for kids. That's just like I don't even remember what, who Dubs. <laughs> he was Fox. Like yeah, it's Saban. Did uh, the Dubs for Digimon? Yeah. Good shit. <laughs> <laughs> we love our jelly donuts. Mm-hmm. Love them. <laughs> the shot goes wide, and Miyako and Hawkmon go running after it. Mimi goes to follow them and somehow falls into a fucking pit trap. Miyako and Hawkmon find her, but it seems that they've wandered into Dark Tower territory, because this episode has no sense of spatial reasoning or object permanence. Mimi's old pals from Season 1, some Otamamon and Gekkomon, are being mind-controlled. They get chased around and have a dramatic moment where Mimi trips and tells Miyako to go on without her. These kids have known each other for five minutes. <laughs> Mimi is already making a noble sacrifice to protect her beloved Kohai. 
Just then, some familiar vines snatch the kids out of the path of the stampeding amphibians. It's Palmon! She and Mimi have a tearful reunion. Palmon says that she knew her partner would return to save her in the forest from the Kaiser's control. And then it gets suddenly awkward when, when Mimi lets sh when Mimi lets slip that they're just here to picnic. Uh, I left a space here like I was supposed to put a sentence in, but I just fucking didn't, so okay. Use your imagination to fill in what might have gone there. Uh, Palmon mad. <laughs> Palmon angie. Palmon's mad, it's like, what, you mean this isn't a lesbian episode because of you and I? What? Huh? <laughs> Anyway, so the Kaiser's just having fun on his golden week break, just terrorizing some kids. He's pretty hilarious. He orders a couple of funny Gokimon who love being <laughs> brothers and best friends to throw trash at Miyako and Mimi. It seems harmless until a big comedy piano almost <laughs> hits them. So hey... You know when you're running away from some monsters and then you get distracted because you're imagining you and your senpai in big flowing Utena dresses gazing dreamily at each other with big sparkling shoujo eyes? Miyako sure does. Literally. The weird thing is is that this is left in the uh this is left in the dub. Incredible. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, you're so beautiful, Mimi. Oh, you're so beautiful too, Yole. We live in a beautiful house with beautiful furniture and beautiful clothes. Incredible. <laughs> Just girly things. Just girly things. That's gal called pals. being a gal pal. <laughs> <laughs> it's normal. Hawkman says, what are you doing? This is no time for your homosexual fantasies. Then he evolves into Holsamon and fights the roaches. Mimi comments on how cool Miyako looks, in parentheses romantic. Uh, Miyako tricks the Gokimon into destroying the Dark Tower, and this allows Palmon to evolve into Togemon. The two evolved Digimon finish off their opponents and bring the tower completely down. Ken complains that this is the worst golden week ever because his plans to murder children didn't pan out. This He's is funny. the worst day in three years. <laughs> He's going home to sulk in his room. <laughs> he literally is. He's like, I'm leaving. Fuck you. <laughs> I'm going away. Don't follow me. I'm distressed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna go listen to my music to calm down. Yeah. <laughs> These bitches gay, good for them. These bitches destroying my control tower, bad for me. I'm going home. <laughs> I would support lesbians if they would just stop destroying my dark towers. <laughs> <laughs> now that their evil rings are broken, the Gokemon are mean to each other now, and they have a comedy fight. Togemon, Togemon vows to protect the forest from now on, and the kids all part ways, with Miyako and Mimi doing Miyako's catchphrase of bingo at each other, in parentheses romantic. Bingo! Also, I find it really funny that <laughs> Miyako and Mimi are like, hmm, maybe the Gokimon were better, like, better off when they had the dark rings on them. Yeah. And I'm like, this is just brother things, that's fine. Mm -hmm. <laughs> They're just trying to destroy yeah, each other. Family. It's fine. It's just fine. It's okay. It's normal. It's normal. This was a pretty fun episode. It would just sit. It was just silly. 
I forgot how funny Adventure 2 was. It's just like yeah. goofy. I, I like the joke of the uh, Gokimon attack being called like Miracle Dust, and then it's just them throwing garbage. They just mm-hmm. shat out garbage. <laughs> They're literally just like opening their wings up and. <laughs> I'm like, what is happening? What is this called in the dub? I don't remember. In the dub, they call it a garbage dump, and they call it just throwing garbage, garbage dump, and they draw, they call dropping the large stuff a yard sale bomb. (laughs) Okay, just isn't a joke. It's just you know, haha, funny gross cockroaches. Yeah. Yard sale bomb is 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 a pretty good. uh, That's a pretty good goof, though. I got to give it to him there. I'm gonna change my name. Also, for some reason in the dub, the uh, Gokimon are consistently like argumentative and competitive with each other instead of super cooperative mm. with the Dark Rings on Aww. and arguing with them off. Mm-hmm. I like that they were cooperative. Darn, I guess it's I guess it's not comedy enough if they're getting along. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I really do love Ken in this episode. He only has like. I don't know, like, ten seconds on screen, but he's really funny. The Digimon Kaiser is just really funny in general. I've been slowly making my way through O2, and it is a delight. I did reach the soccer episode, which is great. Uh I I was a little bit sad that the original didn't have nice friends you got there, Davis. But, you know, sometimes the dub was right, I guess. Sometimes the dub was right to change things. Nice friends uh-huh. you got there, Davis. <laughs> I like how they panned up towards him to make him seem tall, but Ken is not a tall character. No matter what they try, he looks like no. a boy. He's ten. He's ten years old. He's just a little guy. They try so hard to make him look tall and intimidating, and it's like, no. He's such an angry little ten-year-old. This is the most emo kid I've ever seen, and I feel like I should put him yeah. in a room with some emo music. He just has funny spiky hair. God, this episode was really just like, yeah, he's evil and try is trying to kill the other kids. Also, he's still like ten. Also, he's mad that his golden week plans didn't go how he how he wanted <laughs> them to. <laughs> also, Wormmon is the perfect Digimon partner for an emo kid. <laughs> I love Wormon so much. I'm so mad about the figurine I couldn't buy. I love, I love Wormon. Yeah, I wanted a funny little Wormon. Did of their own. Yeah, a few a few years ago they um came out with a Wormon plush that looked really good and I I really wanted it, but it cost like uh, 11,000 yen or something. It was really expensive. Oh, oh that's... So I was like, hmm. Also, another thing that struck me about O2 is that the uh, the evolution theme is so pretty. Yeah. 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 The, I was like, oh, it actually sounds nice. And it's not just like, did you want? Did you want? Don't worry, in the dub it's still... I know, that's what I know. That's what I knew before these yeah. gayest episodes. I was like, oh... it's actually like yeah just in general the uh the music in the in the subs is like so much better than in the dubs and yeah the evolution themes are all like bangers and o2 starts so gentle Mm -hmm. so so nice 
Just a calm evolution, you know. Until you have to, like, fucking kick ass with it, I guess. And, like, this isn't the first time Miyako is gay in Digimon Adventure 02. Yeah. As early as episode two, she's, like, holding the Digimental of, uh, I think it's Love, uh, along with Sora. And Sora is giving her a pep talk, and Miyako is just distracted by her eternal monologue of, Sora's hands are so warm. And I'm just sitting here like, bisexual awakening for Miyako, I guess. Yeah, she really is just like having crushes on like 40% of the people she meets. It's, it's, it's sure is something. I'm proud of her. O2 is just Miyako having one long bisexual awakening. (laughs) (laughs) Also Daisuke and Ken. Right, yes. (laughs) <laughs> they they have their own thing going on. They're trying. They'll get there someday. Yeah. Yeah. Although I didn't, I I was like in our second episode. I was like, no, Daisuke, you're already with Ken. Stop. Yeah. <laughs> he can have little a bisexual. True. He has two hands. <laughs> exactly. He has two hands. Ken has two hands. <laughs> he can have one of them slapped away. Uh, we can all just stand in a circle. It's fine. Yes. Yeah, they can just form a circle. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, so I don't know that I have uh, uh, many more thoughts on this episode. Mm-hmm. It's just like mm-hmm. that that fucking Utena scene really just, they really just put it in there, huh? <laughs> I'm really wondering, like, what must have been in the character notes for Miyako was like bisexual in big letters and underlined <laughs> several times or something. I was like, damn, I haven't even seen you, Dana. And I like, you know, like you already know, you're like, wow, I know this mm-hmm. picture. I know this vibe. I know that's gay as fuck, you know? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's so textual. I'm just like, can you just say like, I'm bisexual, just so nobody's, like, weird about it. Can you just be like, I'm Ayako. <laughs> I'm bisexual. Yeah, say you're bisexual without saying you're bisexual. <laughs> oh, trust me, she does it in episode 31. <laughs> like, wow. Uh, do we want to get to 31? Because I have so many, I have... So many, my recap is so fucking long. There's so much going on in that episode. There's a lot happening in this episode. I was like, this episode's half an hour and so much happens. I'm so excited for your recap. Episode 31 is like, what if we were LGBT and had trauma? (laughs) So true. Uh, Yeah, my, okay, let's, let's get into it because my recap is over a page long. Oh, Feel free to cut in so it's not just me talking for like five uninterrupted minutes. Sure. Oh, Emery, you've given me a blessing. This is the first time anyone's ever told me in my life to feel free to cut in. (laughs) Please interrupt me. (laughs) (laughs) I will try, but my cut in is always going to come like five seconds late. Your internet has a very funny as sense if on cue. Yeah, as if on cue, your internet was like, yeah. oh, okay. It's like, fuck you. <laughs> I'm glad you think it's funny. 
so right off the bat, this episode's title is Storm of Love, Sylphimon. Just want to make that note of that before we get into it. Storm of Love. <laughs> so we start off with Black War Greymon stomping through a forest, cheeks out, fully not appearing for the entire rest of the episode. Meanwhile, the kids are talking about how if they had even more one Jogress evolution on their team, they might stand a chance about the ultimate angst level Digimon. Damn, one more Jogress? Couldn't be me and Hikari, says Miyako. We're too different. <laughs> exactly. Hikari expresses some sadness over Black War Greymon's perpetually angry and angsty MCR existence. <laughs> this boy was born in a hot topic and never ways found his way out. So tragic. Miyako gets all ponderous out over how she's not sensitive and reserved like Hikari is. Miyako really be saying, I want to have depression too, over here. <laughs> this is a secret tool that will help us later. I want to have depression. <laughs> it's okay, you have depression, it's just, it <laughs> comes out differently. <laughs> yeah. Comes out very... Me. Yeah. <laughs> she has depression, she just primarily uh, expresses manic symptoms. Yeah. She'll get to the depression though. Depression can be such a personal thing sometimes. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's different for everyone. And in this episode, and especially in other episodes of O2, I'm just sitting here like... Actually, it's in this episode especially, I'm sitting here like, Miyako ADHD? She really does. She really do have ADHD. I She has a lot of rejection sensitivity yeah. in this episode, too. I, I read her as bipolar as well. Just saying. Ooh. Oh god, the, the, the double nightmare of ADHD bipolar. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's a fun one, let me tell ya. <laughs> uh, so, they go to the digital world, and they're all trotting through the forest, and Telmon realizes that this is where she lost her holy ring. If they can find it again, then Telmon will get a power-up, and no longer be the most useless adult-level Digimon on the team. Rip. Daisuke suggests that they all split up to look for it, and he says, Hey Hikari, what if we buddied up to go look for the ring? It would be like a date, haha. I'm still performing heterosexuality for some reason, haha. Hikari says, actually, I want to go with Miyako. Uh, Vimon, who is apparently completely immune to homoromantic subtext, says, don't worry, Daisuke. I think you still got a chance with her. And uh, Daisuke shakes him, like, well, twice. Yeah. <laughs> they reuse the animation of him, like... Mm -hmm. In in the English dub, they cut out Daisuke shaking Vimon for some reason. They include Vimon like shouldering him and being like, haha, nice, like smooth moves, and then you got a chance still. But they don't have Daisuke be shaking him. Very strange. Rip. Yeah, they 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 just cut out whatever they feel like in the dub. It's too violent in this show where they kick ass. The thing is, there's violence later that they don't cut out, and I was like, oh, huh. There's a violence quota, um, and that was just the limit. Oh, yeah, yeah. They, only, they could only include the important violence. <laughs> anyway, Ken is also in this forest for some reason. Like, why? He didn't go there with the other kids? Also, Ken sees the dark ocean, a dark and twisted dimension of infinite bad vibes that only appears to goth bitches with depression. <laughs> Kari and Ken are goth bitches with depression. 
Hearing Ken's anguished screams, Hikari runs over to him, and the group unknowingly stumbles through a dark gateway. Miyako and Hawkmon catch sight of Daisuke and Vimon and try to catch the pair's attention, but oh no, they're stuck in a nebulous liminal world between normal and big sad. <laughs> so they are invisible and incorporeal to the boys. Something, something, bisexual visibility. They want to mostly <laughs> some more, and Miyako tries to bring up the mood, but fails to cut through the thick miasma of preteen self-pity. Eventually, they come across a big cliff. Miyako thinks she spots the holy ring a ways down. They actually, like, to get to the cliff, though, like, Miyako thinks that uh, Hikari is, like, making fun of her when she's, like, mm -hmm. trying to make Ken feel better. And I'm like, how did you get that? And then I was like, no, I do the same Rejection shit. I do the same shit, but, buddy. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Miyako is so afraid of being rejected by her friends that she imagines statements as being, you know, strikes towards her. We went from the depression cave to the depression dimension, and we're about to go to the, the, the depression <laughs> pit, I suppose. The ocean, right? Yeah. The depression. This is nothing. The depression. Thank you. <laughs> I was like, this is nothing, but I'm gonna say it anyway. <laughs> No, this is the best word. Uh, yeah, so Miyako thinks she spots the Holy Ring a ways down, but Ken has some vague Kaiser memories of possessing the ring at one point. And hey, Ken, maybe you should mention that before your canonical future wife de decides to try some amateur oh, rock climbing. I forgot they <laughs> oh. I did too. Fuck me! When I first... When I first learned that they end up together, I was like, really? And then I was like, they're both bisexual. It's fine. They both have two hands. <laughs> Very interesting, like, <laughs> interesting um, end game there. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know what's up with the O2 end game. Like, and then they have, like, they have children who for some reason have the same partner Digimon <laughs> as they did. And I'm like, that's I boring. I forgot huh? about that. Give them different partner Digimon. What the fuck? Yeah. Give them different partner Digimon. Yeah, the Zero Two epilogue really did get kind of Harry Potter with it. It's non-canonical to me. On on the <laughs> other hand, if trauma can be hereditary, then so can Digimon. <laughs> then again, we just see them with the baby forms. So for all oh. we know, the baby forms might not evolve into like Wormmon and stuff. So that is true. Um. Oh, but yeah, they fall, because, uh... Yeah. You know, you have a flying Digimon, so of course you climb. Yeah, Miyako... Yeah, I was thinking that. I was like, uh, you have a Digimon that flies, pal. <laughs> <laughs> Miyako is impulsive and wanted to do something for her friend, so of course she wouldn't think about the easier, more direct solution. Fair. Yeah, Hawkmon literally says, hey, I could go get it. Then Miyako's like, no, no, I got this. Uh, so Miyako falls off the cliff. Where am I in my notes? Uh, and, and, he, and Hikari catches yeah, Hikari her. Hikari tries to catch her, but she and Ken are hit with a sudden depressive episode, and both girls fall into the abyss. They're okay. Also, every time, every time Clint, 
Clen. Every time Ken clutches his head and screams while recalling traumatic experiences, I'm like, God, <laughs> me, God mood, <laughs> oh God. <laughs> yeah, what if what if that depression hits you and you have no choice but to scream to the heavens? Uh, uh, that's what it feels like. <laughs> I, yeah, I love how dramatically his uh his his he's expressing his mental illness. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Honestly, good for him. It's better than bottling it up. It's good. Yeah, we 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 learn about bottling it up in a second. Um Oof. Oof. So, yeah, they're okay if a little roughed up. Hawkmon and Tailmon are here too, but they can't evolve for some reason, probably because we're in depression world. Miyako understandably freaks out about the situation, and Hikari slaps her to snap her out of it. And they left the slapping in the dub. Huh. Yeah! They leave the other slap in the dub. Yes! Okay. okay. It's so weird, they removed Daisuke shaking Vimon, but they left in the human-to-human slap. Yeah. No human on Digimon violence. Not allowed. <laughs> yeah, the slappy oh, wow. one is the more uh is the more replicable behavior. Seems like that's the yeah. one they'd go for. It's so weird. Anyways, continue please. I apologize. Yeah, no worries. Um <laughs> Big Slappy. Hey, why do these kids have to slap each other before they can jogress? Whatever. It's whatever. It's fine. <laughs> don't don't worry about it, man. Hikari and Miyako talk about their feelings some, and Hikari admits that she's jealous of Miyako's honesty and outspokenness, saying that maybe her- Why doesn't she have the crust of honesty? Why not? Saying that maybe her depression <laughs> wouldn't be so bad if she could express herself like Miyako does. Akman yeah. and Tailmon find a vine for the two to climb up, and everything is fine, except it's totally not! The Dark Ocean is back, baby, and only Hikari and Ken can see it. Miyako says, I want to see the ocean. I want to have depression, too. She is pounding on the door of the Hot Topic, saying, let me in. And guess what? It works. Great. When you stare into the void. <laughs> I was like, why do you want to see this? And then I'm like, actually, you know what? I'm someone who's just like... Damn, I don't want to be alone. <laughs> yeah. yeah, she wants to see it because she wants to understand the pain of her crush. Mm -hmm. Which one's her crush? Both. <laughs> exactly. Yes. <laughs> so it's, it has the vibe of like, Ken is in class. He takes out his depression. The teacher hears it and says, did you bring enough for everyone? Did you bring enough to share? And then everyone gets a little piece. <laughs> Bring enough to share with the class. So true. Oh, also, something uh, that uh, Emery left out of their summary is, uh, yeah, our Kennymon and Mummymon are driving down the road like, yep, let's tail, let's tail Black or Greymon. Mm -hmm. And I think it's shortly after this, they uh, it cuts to them. They're like, oh, hey, look, those idiots wandered into a, you know, dark portal it'd be really easy to kill right now mm, too bad we have to chase black or Greymon. and then bad bitch or Kennymon is like okay i'm gonna just use my hair and make a mook take care of it for me lol yeah she makes a baddie out of dark towers it's blossomon and they're here to do violence 
Uh, but that dumbass Blossomon had to go through a portal to get to the kids, and portal <laughs> means that they have enough of a connection to the digital worlds to evolve again. So now they're fighting good, but oh boy, Hikari is knee-deep in that bummer pool. Uh, Miyako is there to slap her in the face and hold her hands and say that she'll save Hikari from the darkness. A romantic pink Yay. shoujo light shines down through the overcast sky, Yay. and a Tailmon and Aquilamon, Jogress evolve into the non-viny icon, Sylphimon, who kicks Blossomon's ass. And in the English dub, when the light comes down, Kari is like, light? And then fucking Yole is like, it's beautiful, just like you. And I'm like, wow! I thought they would tone this down. Wait, wow. hold on. They, they did tone down the, you know... If the void calls to you, I'll scream louder. If it swallows you, I'll pull you out. Mm -hmm. They toned it down to just, you know, I'll be there with you and we'll deal with it together. But still, they still had Yole be like, it's beautiful, just like you. And I'm like, whoop, huh, <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Miyako really did say that she would kick Hikari's depression's ass. It's so romantic. That's the most romantic thing I've ever seen. If the void calls to you, I'll scream louder. Hello? Yeah. Okay. It's 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 like that. And then they have a, a non-binary child <laughs> named Sylphimon. Sylphimon is so non-binary. They have like fucking sexy bird legs and a buff <laughs> uh catboy torso and damn they have a binder on. Yeah, damn, they're looking real hot. <laughs> on, honestly, I wish that were me. I I wish I wish that were me. God, I wish that were me. Emery and Elvia are pointing out Sylphimon and just saying gender and not elaborating. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I, ha I, had, I had one in my game that I played. Um, lovely. Just amazing. Ooh. Peak gender. So good. Hell yeah. An absolute icon. I, I can't tell with, like, in the Japanese, like, what, like, they use to, like, speak and stuff, but I was, like... The, the the subtitles use like he and I just yeah mm -hmm. I was like I wonder subtitles using he and everyone's like hmm citation needed yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah I think like since the Jogress evolutions speak with like the voices of both component Digimon individually yeah I think I think I'm not sure. I, I wasn't, like, paying attention to this, but it might just be that Sylphimon is using both, like, mask and femme pronouns. Nice. Nice. My brain produced the sentence, they plural, but also they singular. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> right, yeah, true. Honestly, amazing. God. God. That's kind of me, though, you know, because I'm just, like, I'm non-binary, but, like, sometimes I'm like, he's okay. <laughs> that's that's me i'm just like sophie mon me i'm yeah. you're a little skinny but <laughs> <laughs> and on that day we were all sophie mon the kick ass hell yeah so the episode ends with miyako saying that she understands the emo kids a little better now and Hikari says she won't go back to the dark ocean while sta staring fondly at her new Jogress partner. While staring fondly at her new girlfriend. The end. So hey, what's gayer? Kissing your girlfriend or telling your bestie that if the void calls out to her, you'll <laughs> scream louder? <laughs> <laughs>
Damn, so true. It's just like how jaw dressing last time was gayer than anything. <laughs> that sentence is so good. It's such a good sentence. These children could have kissed each other for the entire runtime of the episode and it would have been less of a sexual. God, that's what we're saying about about Daisuke and, and Ken, Ken yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah, I stole it from you guys. Zero Two is really just <laughs> so fucking gay with it it's really zero two is just like here's some bisexual kids (laughs) yeah (laughs) whereas like the vibes are different with like ken and daisuke and then like Mm -hmm. uh hikari and miyako versus like uh 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 iori and tikaru like you can tell like the 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 jaw dressing is is different for them yeah it's like oh this yeah. is well, the orient taku it's like oh buddies friends they're, yeah they're buddies but also probably because iori's like arrowace or something so <laughs> yeah, like we have established iori is definitely a little arrowace i read takaru mm-hmm. as arrowace as well i know that's probably not they're, they're qpps it's yeah fine. exactly yeah. if no one stops me i read all of them as arrowace so true I mean I I get like biromantic ace vibes from Hikari I don't know why Hmm. that's valid I just yeah I'm like I just had can everyone is bi because I'm bi lol (laughs) (laughs) so I get it (laughs) we sure do love projecting (laughs) we do god I was gonna say, I love ghost games so much, but I wish it had more moments where I could just point at the screen and say, gay. So true. (laughs) Maybe in the future. Maybe. Could be. We don't have enough characters. That's what's wrong there. I I like the tight cast of three characters, but I also feel like, yeah, ghost game has, like, very little shipping stuff, which I think is kind of suitable given that it's it leans in on the horror yeah. aesthetic. But Adventure O2 has these characters interact so thoroughly. It's like, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I, I definitely really do like the uh, three character cast just because it allows for like a lot more focused character development. Yeah. But yeah. Hero like, actually has a personality as opposed to Taish. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, the bigger cast of the earlier seasons definitely does have its advantages. Yep. Yep. I think O2 is kind of a really good size because Adventure was way too big. And then they added one at the end, or halfway through, rather, but you know. Yeah, whereas like O2, <laughs> O2, it's like bigger, but it's not like eight or nine or whatever kids. Yeah. Yeah, I can see. Yeah, although it does it does occasionally bring in like the Adventure 1 kids to do like a guest role like like we had with Mimi in the first episode. They're just friends of the show though. They're not there for the whole podcast. Yeah, they feel <laughs> Yes, exactly. They're uh they're guests they're guest star. Guess they're you, Teddy. <laughs> 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 not that I would compare myself to yeah. an O two character, probably. <laughs> Maybe. I'd have to think about it. I also think O2's characters are a tiny bit more static than Digimon Adventures. Mm. Uh, 
But I also think that O2 leans more into exploring the way that ways the kids interact with each other. Mm -hmm. It's less in the heads of the individual kids. Mm -hmm. True. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah. I think I feel like I feel like each character in Zero Two like does have their own arc. It's just like maybe a little less foregrounded than an adventure like yeah. we we've talked about Iori having his arc of like you know learning to become like less sort of ideologically strict and just like becoming more like uh sort of flexible and forgiving and not being a learning to be more casual with it. yeah yeah and yeah and like me yeah miyako had kind of had like a mini arc this episode of like learning a little bit of empathy and dipping her toes in the depression water um, oh that reminds me uh there was a bit in the episode in my notes where uh miyako just could not stop talking yeah um she got back up and she's like oh it's okay i understand you were like in your feelings it's kind of like when you were the Digimon Kaiser and, you know, we're in our way a lot. Haha, ha, oops. Oh, and by the way, down there, it was a dark ring. Haha, ha, would you know anything about that? Haha. Ha. Yeah. And then she realizes, oh my god, I need to stop talking. And Hikari <laughs> just starts laughing. Yeah. Yeah, it's pretty good. Like, it's just like... <laughs> that was just another drop in the jar of Miyako ADHD. Mm-hmm. She can't stop talking. And I'm like, wow, mood. It was so relatable. We've all been there. <laughs> yeah you're like oh words vomit great sick <laughs> oh a stressful moment i'll just talk yeah it's stressful moment i better not let there be any silence through which anyone can misinterpret anything i'm doing or saying <laughs> the more i say and the more i explain the less i will be misinterpreted <laughs> absolutely yeah if i simply say all the thoughts that are passing through my head then no one will be mad at me i will be perfectly understood Yes. Yes. If I explain everything I'm uh. thinking constantly <laughs> and in the most awkward way possible because I always lose my train of thought. It's because you were you it's because your train of thought switches tracks is more of the situation. Yes. But uh, like this is related to this, which is related to that, which is related to those. I'm like, "Oh, Multi multi track drifting, I I see, and that's why whenever I talk to people that are diagnosed with ADHD, they're like, "I think you have it." I'm like, eh, "Maybe." <laughs> yeah, I haven't been able to get a formal diagnosis, but I look at the symptoms and I'm like, "Hmm, maybe I should read about ADHD coping mechanisms." And then I do, and they help. So either way, you know, it's good to have the resources that help you cope with the symptoms. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I was I was going to say Miyako has like so many of these character traits that feel so true to life but don't feel like very common in fiction. I I really appreciate her for that. Yeah. I got like I got I think it was around the episode with uh, Miyako and Mimi that I was like, "Okay, I have to stand Miyako now." Yeah. <laughs> She's And that's good. when Emery was yeah, she is. And that's when Emery was like, yeah, we're covering this episode on, uh, you know, Ghost Gaius. And I was like, mm-hmm. can I get on on this? Because I'm a Miyako stan now. Stan Miyako, stream Miyako. <laughs> stream O2. <laughs> stream O2. <laughs> stream breakup, O2's evolution theme. <laughs> my, uh, shit. My fan cam of Miyako. 
oh, I wish I had fan cam making skills. I would make a Miyako <laughs> fan cam. God. Daughter. Bestie. So true. Queen. Uh, yeah. Do, <sighs> do we have Do we have any more thoughts on, on this episode then? Or should we get into our protagonist rankings? Just the same thoughts I've been having over and over and telling everyone about. <laughs> I'm good to go. <sighs> yeah. God, they... They really did make Zero Two so fucking gay. Like, Adventure was a little bit gay, then Zero Two just, like, ramped it the fuck up. And at first you think, oh boy, Daisuke is being heterosexual, but then you look at him and Ken and you're like, hmm. 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 Is he performing? Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> Probably a little bit. <laughs> Alright, so let me let me open up my tier list. Um... We're into frontier, so that's gonna be tricky for for Emery here and for Teddy. I watched like three episodes of Frontier, and I'm like, hmm. If it sucks, hit the bricks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. So I, yeah, I, I, I definitely want to like give Morg most of the air in, uh, in, <gasps> in, in this bit because. They've seen terrible memory, but like they've seen more Frontier than me, though. Yeah, for sure. I mean, Frontier is tough because it's like something I still saw it like pretty young. So like, yeah, I'm definitely going to probably still like piss someone off, you know? <laughs> um, uh, li- li- Listen, we all know we're, we're we all know that we're going to piss Austin off. That's just a given. <laughs> I'm prepared for this. We've accepted that. I'm I'm prepping my Google to look up pictures of each of these so I can at least rank them based on their designs. Oh, yeah, no, I I included an image folder in that link. You should be oh, able to. Oh, thank find God! It. Oh, thank God! Okay. Because I haven't I haven't seen any of it. I'm I'm the least Digimon person here. First up, we've got Takuya, the 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 main protagonisty boy from Frontier. Um, hmm. I like his design. He does have a nice design. I like that he has a hat with his goggles. Um, that was kind of like my thing that I was like, oh, they're still doing goggles with the Digimon like leaders. Mm-hmm. That's fun. <laughs> um, but he's kind of. So, towards the end of the show, especially, because it's a lot of, like, the first two images here, like, those are, like, kind of the two main characters by the end of everything. Um, Yeah, they really take up all the airtime in, like, the second half of the series, from what I understand. Yeah, um... And I've heard the second half of the series is the part that's actually decent. It is. So, oof. Oof. It's kind of, (laughs) like... After they introduce, like, uh, Koichi, it's kind of the Takuya and, uh, Koji show. And, like, yeah, they're gay, and, you know, I always gotta support that, that they're, like, together, and, um, but, I, I don't know, like, I feel like he, you know, he's kind of go like, we go back from Tamers and come back to, like, kind of a, uh, kind of a tai chi daisuke one like he's kind of a he's kind of a like a repeat of that um you know he's kind of the yeah i'm looking at him and i'm just seeing wow this is just tai chi but tones the fuck down visually very generic yeah like frontier 
Frontier as a whole. Frontier, they were trying to, like, they were trying to recapture adventure, I think, and in kind of a weird way. Yeah, which is fucking wild, because, like, adventure had only ended, like, three years ago, and they're already, like, dipping back into that well. Right, and, like, it's it's almost like, I would almost give him, like, I don't know, like, a B or a C. I mean, that is where we put, like, uh, Daisuke and Taichi. Mm-hmm. So that kind of makes sense. Um, yeah. Would you say he's better than Tai Chi or um, about on the same level as Tai Chi? Because Daisuke is in B, which is reasonable. B, yeah, it's in. I'm not sure because, it, like I said, it's been a while since I've seen it. But um, yeah, my my first thought is D tier for Takia because he is just like so much of a rehash of Tai Chi, but. In my well, I haven't seen all of Frontier, so my opinions I feel like carry less weight here. But yeah, he did just sort of like seem like a rehash of Tai Chi, but just like in a worse season, right? And like a lot of times, like oh, repeating the character, it's like we already said like Daisuke is like the same but better, and then it's like mm-hmm. oh, if it's just the same, then it's like gonna be worse because it's in a worse season. But I would still maybe put him in C just because I think he does get like some development towards the end. He kind of has like mm-hmm. a bit of a character journey in that, like, if I remember correctly, he's like, okay. So that's why I would make him a C yeah. and not a D personally. Okay. But I can I can I can accept that. I can go with that. Yeah. Also, Morgue, I just realized you you changed your Discord name to Yartsard. Yeah, I sure did. <laughs> Laughing at it. God, so good. <laughs> I sure did. All right, so I dropped Takuya in. This is the most Sasuke character we've ever had. He looks... He's very Sasuke. God. He is also yes. very Sasuke, is the thing. That's... That's more fucking. That's more appropriate than you think because Takuya's voice actor is the <laughs> no. is the same person as Gomamon's voice actor, and if you recall, that means that they are also Naruto's voice actor. That's really funny, truly iconic. Same voice as Naruto. They kind of have they kind of have a Sasu Naru thing going on. Yeah, I think visually there's there's some interesting stuff. I like the markings on his shoes, like looking kind of bestial. Yes, and it- uh, which which Digimon does this one turn into? Because of course, uh, right, they turn into Digimon for yeah for the uninformed in Frontier. They were like, what if we forgot the whole point of Digimon and had them turn into Digimon? Yeah, I think yeah, I think it's literally like Wolfmon for Koji. Uh. Yeah, he's like the light. Come on. It's Yeah. It's uh He's just like a guy with wolf armor kind of and lightsabers. Lobomon or whatever. He's kind of got that guru vibe to him, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I, yeah, I was going to say earlier this looks like if Madden Sasuke like jawgrass. Yeah, kind of is. <laughs> That's not completely wrong (laughs) like he's definitely less like fucking angst driven than sasuke but that's just because i think Mm -hmm. a lot of like he becomes he like turns away or whatever like sasuke turns away whereas like 
he has moments of being like I'm emo and sad and I'm gonna try to be on my own but then he like becomes their friend kinda you know he's like ugh I'll do this on my own and then he's like actually I'll help you out lol yeah my take on Koji from like the early episodes of Frontier that I've seen is like he's kind of like how I saw Takia as the worst Tai Chi he's just kind of like the worst Yamato like he's just he's just kind of edgy loner but for like no discernible reason like with Yamato like we understand his character and like the 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 the, the reason he is sort of so reserved and and yeah we 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 know why he is the way that he is but with Koji he is just kind of like Sasuke, I have to be on my own. I ha- I I gotta be like the fucking cool Sigma male. <laughs> Calling him a Sigma male is very funny. I respect that. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know if he has like more of a characterization than that. Maybe you could speak to that. I'm not sure if I can. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm I yeah. Once again, I'm thinking D tier for Koji. I just I don't really have anything anything positive to say about him based on what I've seen. I think calling him Sasuke is positive. I I'd give him an extra for that. So <laughs> true. So my thing is that like I like that he is like. He's like the edgy one. Like when I was a kid, I thought it was cool that he was the edgy one, but he was the light one. And then like his brother, who ends up being nicer, ends up being like the dark mm-hmm. powers one. I thought that was cool, but I think he probably is more like a C or D tier. Like I think he's probably like it's funny because I think the two of them are. The two of them and, like, Koichi are, like, the best characters, and I'm still putting them in, like, C or D. <laughs> and I'm like, well, it'd be like that. Yeah. So I would be okay with putting him in D, I guess. Yeah, I'm definitely more inclined towards D. <laughs> he can be yeah. emo about it, so it's fine. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, I'm gonna drop him in D then. Alright. I like Junpei's visual design. Yeah. I think this is the only big I know. character. Like, that's a protagonist main character. And you know what? He sucks. <laughs> oh no! no yeah, oh, really? I fucking hate this he guy. He sucks. He's bad. I know, it's... They squandered, they squandered it? it real bad. Oh, oh my god. Oh yeah, the show is also real fat phobic with it. Like oh, this kid no. is always eating a chocolate bar. It sucks. Oh Jesus! Not only that, but he's also like weird. He's probably the most sexist towards Izumi. Oh yeah. Oh, like yeah. What the every fuck? every single thing you say just makes it worse. He's a real piece of shit. And it sucks because it sucks because his evolutions are so cool. He doesn't deserve them. His evolutions are so cool. They're bugs. Have you seen his, like, ugh. His evolution are like electric bugs. He doesn't bugs. deserve them. And that sucks. But <laughs> I'm getting very mad. And it just makes me sad, because I'm like, I want more Chungi. Please. <laughs> yeah. 
And also, like, if you look at, at his, like, actual evolution animations, like, they they draw the kids in silhouette, and the animators were definitely too cowardly to actually draw a fat body, yeah. because, like, he's not fat in his, in he doesn't look like that in his evolution animations, he's just, like, sort of stocky and built, like, he looks completely different, they were, they were cowardly with it. A hundred percent. Cowards, fools. It's it's a bummer. I, I I would I would I would put him in F tier, probably. Yeah, he's he's for sure F for me. I hate this guy. And it it's so sad. F and then in parentheses, but not because we're fat. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but because they were. F because we're fat positive and this guy is shitty representation. Press F for press F for a fat phobia. Also, from what I remember of Izumi, it's kind of a similar situation where it's like, we're not sexist, but man, the narrative sure is. Oh boy, oh boy, let me tell you about Izumi. Let's go, baby. This is so upsetting because they do look cool. Girl with a capital G. In case you want to look at, like, some of the spirits, I put them in the host chat, like a link to. Okay, cool. If we if we put Izumi in the F tier for fat phobia, can we put or not Izumi? If we put Junpei in the F tier for fat phobia, can we put Izumi in the G tier G tier for girl phobia? Girl phobia. <laughs> yeah, uh, F F tier for feminazi. Fuck. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> uh... Oh. What is going on with Frontier? But yeah, I. So, so Elvier, I, I want to let me run this by you because I want to get your reaction. No, no. Uh, Do I want to? Frontier is a real fucking piece of work. Uh, so you know how we were talking about Sora and how and and the love triangle that she's in and how that is just like immediately knocks a few letter grades off her character. True, exactly. She's the Sora. Yeah, what if every boy was in love with her? Even the young one? Mm, mm-hmm. kind of, yeah. Ugh. I don't want this. What if she what if the only function she serves in the entire story is for the boys to protect her and be crush on her? This one's for the fellas. <laughs> I want to um, fist fight this show awful, so hard. Terrible. Just want to punch an actual show. I like her a lot better when she's fighting the girl evil spirit. And it, yeah, also on top of all this, literally the worst part about Izumi is what she evolves to because both of her evolutions are just she wears lingerie. <sighs> she's fucking 11. I hate it. I hate it with my what? whole body. Yeah, look them up. Um, they suck. I don't think I want to. <laughs> what was our T lower than F? God. G. <laughs> it's just like sad because like I don't hate the at least the human form. Like if it was an eleven year old, but it's just like very like okay. <laughs> It's so bad. I, I'm. It's so gross. And they're both like very human looking. Whereas the second one's supposed to be like way more bestial. So like that's a huge yeah. bummer too. They didn't even give her a cool persona. It sucks shit. 
Also, I think Digimon look uh, for the look the best when they look more like monsters. Mm-hmm. I think there's some good like humanoid ones, but man, yeah, yeah, we're 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 on record on this podcast as being uh, holy Dramon over over Ofanimon, right? <laughs> We know what it, we know what's up. Ofanimon's a big part of Frontier, also. Yeah, that's of true. Course. <laughs> There's like a lot of that stuff. Um, I would put her like, I, unfortunately, I would put her next to Junbei. <laughs> unfortunately for her. <laughs> yeah, I f- yeah we should be separating those, but unfortunately, we have no. Choice. Just leave. Leave a space. You can always you can always put a blank space between yeah, the two. Yeah. Oh, of you them. know what? That's a good idea. <laughs> true. There we go. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> I don't remember anything about Tomoki. <laughs> yeah. I think he's just child. I think that's his entire personality from what I've seen of the way people talk about him. I love his hat. Yeah, essentially, he's just like Takeru, but worse. He's kind of like a little baby who learns up to stand up for himself and then just goes nowhere with it. He's worse, TK, but he is a cool <laughs> Digimon. He, I like that he's a big old bear. He becomes yeah, a his, big bear. His evolutions are definitely like the best in the series. He gets like a cool little teddy bear snowman, which is adorable, with a rocket the launcher. rocket launcher. And then he also gets Perfect. like a big fucking yeti dude with axes, which kind of whips. Love it. So yeah, I I might go see for him just because like I'm not as sour on him as I am on most of the rest of the cast. He isn't as poisoned by the narrative. I'm still not super fond of him, though. Yeah, I would be fine with CRD. I'd be fine with that. Just because I don't remember him that well. And if I don't remember... Like, obviously, I was like, oh, I was a kid when I saw a lot of this. But, like, at least I remember bits and pieces of the other guy. Whereas I'm like, I don't remember shit about Tommy. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah, I feel like I could also go CRD. Uh, what do y'all think? Based on his design alone? yeah. Because <laughs> there's nothing else about him. Yeah, what do you think about those fucking cool suspenders? What about that big funny hat? I love the hat. The hat makes him look like he's going to try to sell me newspaper <laughs> in city square. Uh, he would say extra, extra, wouldn't he? Extra, extra. <laughs> okay, maybe he gets the C for that. Just for that. <laughs> sure, I'd be fine with that. All right. I feel like I'm kind of arbitrarily putting Tommy yeah. somewhere. If you fed this child a Baja Blast, you would have an identity crisis. <laughs> Honestly, we're almost done with Frontier. Let's just finish right. this. There's, there's nothing arbitrarily about this. We're very scientific. No, we're we're fucking we're over here with our beakers and titraters. We're we're doing science. This is this is some precision shit. Uh, we poured to, we poured we poured Tomoki into the uh, Victorian era child reactive. Check. <laughs> yes, yes. We do accurate vibe checks. Uh. <laughs> okay. So. So. What do you think of Koichi? And did you watch those episodes that Austin told you to watch? I I did. I watched those episodes. I was like, and um, you know, Austin was really pushing hard for Koichi. They were like 
damn S tier best character arc. I would not say S tier. I'm sorry, Austin. No, I, no, sorry, Austin. I think he's higher than some of the others, but like, yeah, S tier is. Mm. I re- I respect that they wanted uh, Koichi to be S tier. I respect yeah. that, but unfortunately, mm. unfortunately. It better it better than his brother. Yeah, I do think he's better than his brother. I do. This design is the least interesting, though. I know that's what I was thinking. I was like, ah, his design's not as cool as his brother, though. <laughs> he looks like a background character. <laughs> yeah, kind of on purpose, I think. Like he's kind of supposed to be unassuming, but. Yeah, I don't know. I- I'm I'm torn. I'm like maybe is B too high? Mm, I I think I'd be okay to go as high as a B. Yeah, B seems reasonable. Basically, my take on Koichi is that like, oh, he like has a clear motivation and like you know sort of a, a establishing like narrative for his character okay i kind of get this kid and why he is the angst that he is okay oh that that scene where he's like you know going to meet up with his brother and then fucking eats shit on on the sweet bro and how it stares and dies i mean it's not because it's a child dying but it's very funny actually koji is like i warned you bro I warned you, bro, literally. Yeah, but my understanding, like, past the episodes yeah. I watched is that, like, he basically doesn't get anything beyond that. And even though yeah. I was like, okay, this is pretty pretty okay in the moment, like, it didn't really stick with me too much. Like, yeah. I, af- even having watched them very recently, I don't really have many Great. memories of those episodes. Yep. Mm-hmm. I do think he's better than Tomoki or Kakuya, though. I think it. that's why I'm, like... C or B, but I am also realizing a lot of it is by is like nostalgia for me mm-hmm. because he was probably one of my like first forays into like oh a, a dark darkness energy, but they're good. I like mm. this. So my like little child brain is like yes, <laughs> make him higher. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I think I could go with a B based on that, you know? I could be B ears, yeah. Koichi Dark Knight. <laughs> I think I'm going to drop him in B. All right. Pokemon and Namon. Pokemon. Pokemon. Eh, they're like a C or a D. Yeah. This is not the Pokemon you know about. This isn't our Pokemon. He kind of is. This isn't the Pokemon we love. Don't you mean the Pokemon we loved? Uh, Oh, I still love him. Rude. This is the Pokemon that appears in the yearbook before the cooler Pokemon. (laughs) The cooler Pokemon. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Pokemon and Namon are kind of like, kind of have the burden of being like the only little guys in the anime since there's no partner Digimon. And boy, they're not strong enough to shoulder that burden. Like eventually, kind of... eventually they do become like two dads for some other Digimon. Uh huh. Like they are like they do end up having like a family of of like a Patamon and I forget the other one, but 
maybe a terrier mon or something uh, like a plot mon and a lop mon yeah it was like a lop mon yeah so they have like they end up being like two dads with some unruly children but other than that i'm just like eh you yeah. know pokemon's like the one who tells them about the other digimon like he's like the the angoramon he's like the one that's like i'm going to yeah. read ya a book about these Digimans. He's the Digi Scanner. Like without this Pokemon, the I don't know. Like I wonder if they would have made like the one in Ghost Game, like this like professor guy, you know. Mm-hmm. So yeah. But other than that, yeah, I'm just I'm whatever. You can put them wherever you want. Honestly, yeah. like I'm just kind of like eh. I don't care. They exist, they're there, they have a purpose. Yeah, to me that sounds like a solid C tier. I mean, yeah, yeah, they kind of have like a whole comedy routine going, like, they're kind of like the funny ones, but in my opinion, at least in the sub, like, it's not not that good of a bit, like, I don't know. Also, Emery, I noticed that you're missing a character from Frontier on this list. Whom? Who? Uh, the, uh, the English uh, opening theme to Frontier, which is S tier. Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> I haven't heard it. I couldn't tell ya. <laughs> Everyone always says that one's good, and I'm like, okay, maybe I'll listen to it sometime, and I never do. <laughs> it's. Yeah, I think it's good. I like it. It pops off. I prefer it to the Japanese one, and that's like the only case. I don't know the Japanese one. The Japanese one just kind of washes over me, and I'm like, huh, okay. I, I like fire. I think it's kind of a banger. But now I want you to listen to the dub one to be like, maybe this <laughs> one's better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm. You know what? Maybe I'll check it out after this. All right. So, yeah, that, that wraps it up for Frontier. Boy, looking kind of dismal with, uh, with the Frontier kids <laughs> over here, huh? One of them got into B. They really did Junpei and Izumi dirty. They sure did. They did. <sighs> this character design deserved way better than sexist and girl. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. Sexist and the girl that he is sexist towards. Yep. <laughs> Jesus Christ. We love it. And by that, I mean we hate it. We hate it. <sighs> did you just want to be, like, done with the tear for now, or did you want to, like... Yeah, I don't, yeah, we don't have to get into savers yet. Yeah, we 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 should. You're gonna have to guide us through savers. I know yeah. <laughs> nothing except for that the first guy is gonna punch Digimon, and I do like to see that. Yeah, it's a very good. It's a very your good. first instinct when you see a scary monster. We've got so many more to do. <laughs> Yeah, I think I think the 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 everything after this will go a bit more quickly because like yeah, uh, subsequent seasons don't have as big of casts and yeah, so it I do think you're almost like you're more than halfway through now. I think yeah, we are. I think that's right. And I've been confused for like three seasons now. <laughs> I'm hoping we finish this before Ghost Game comes back. <laughs> So if you don't, that's when you just do a special episode where you finish the tier list and answer questions. I'm so excited for Ghost Game to come back. 
Yeah, that actually brings us into the the good news that we should that we should probably say. Uh, so yeah, we only have one more episode of Ghost Gayest, and then Ghost Game is returning. It starts airing again on the seventeenth. Uh, so that means we'll be uh we'll be releasing our episode the the week after that. Yeah, it's it's a holiday. I'm excited for it. I'm so excited. It's a holiday where after being in a hiatus, Ghost Game moved the uh, stone aside from its tomb and rose from the dead. <laughs> Easter. Easter. I can't believe Ghost Game is Jesus. Damn. We've um finally escaped Mummy Mon. <laughs> Pokemon died for our sins. <laughs> oh my god. Died for our sins. Oh god, wait for him to come back. Pokemon died so we could see Gammon go sickle mode. <laughs> what a hero. Uh, so, um, yeah, so next week we're going to be talking about, um, Digimon Tamers. And actually I wanted to ask you, I was- Yes! The plan was <laughs> to do episodes 6 and 18, which are just, like, all about Ruki being gay for her furry best friend Renamon. Mm -hmm. Uh, but- also the I had the the other two episodes I had planned for Tamers were um uh episodes 21 and 24. 21 is just like funny rainbow cat boy showing up and that's very gay. Uh but then like episode 24 is like much broader and more subtextual and sort of illustrates how like Digimon as a whole can be sort of treated as a queerness metaphor. And yeah, since we only get to do one more of these before Ghost Game comes back, I was one. Yeah, I, I sort of wanted to get everyone's input on uh, which which one you were. Yeah, which one you would be more interested in for the time being? Probably the broad LGBT metaphor. Hmm. I would like the broader one. What if we did? And I don't know if this makes sense, like chronologically or anything. Mm -hmm. But what if we did eighteen and twenty-four? Hmm. Would that be weird? If it is 21, 24, that's fine. We can just skip. Yeah. Yeah, the reason I put uh, 6 and 18 together was just because they have, like, that more consistent through line of, like, being yeah. primarily about Rookie and Renamon. Uh, then, like, yeah, 21 and 24 are just, like, the more miscellaneous imagery and, like, thematic stuff. So that's that's how it makes sense in my head anyway. Yeah. Yeah, and yeah, it's it's not like we couldn't come back to like the episodes that we're skipping over like, you know, next time we have like uh a break in the broadcast schedule. So it's not like we won't get to those, you know. I'm just wondering yeah. like what we want to do to sort of close out this little hiatus. Yeah, I feel like it makes sense to do 24. Yeah, 21 okay. 24. Sick. Then that's what we'll do. Um, yeah, alright, then let's wrap it up. What are everyone's plugs? Teddy, would you like to go first? Oh, sure. Uh, you can find me on Twitter at TheoArrives. That's it for now. Alright. Yeah, uh, I'm also only on Twitter, so that's at Eruviru. Uh, you can find me at Haunting the Morgue on Twitter. That's Haunting the M-O-R-G. You can find me on my other podcasts, Departure Lounge Exists. But my active podcasts are the Sonic Shuffle that we mentioned earlier, a random and holistic Sonic Lore podcast, as well as 
a Forward Forward ReZero, which has a new episode out, and it's my ReZero Watch podcast. We talk about the OVA that sucks. <laughs> is ReZero that series that's like a, a criticism of Isekai? Yes. Cool. Yes. It's like an isekai that pretends to be straightforward and then is like, actually, fuck you. Yep, that's that's a good way of putting it. And uh, Hell yeah, I might have to check that out. It definitely has a lot of cringe moments. I'm not, like, I think you should watch it and, like, listen to my podcast. What if I just listen to your podcast? It's a good podcast. That would be very funny. <laughs> and I do do that. Like, I, I, I am not gonna ever watch, uh, like, Secret to... Uh, Lives of a Game American. Fuck, that's not what it's called. Secret Life <laughs> like, of the American Teenager. Thank you. That's I'm never gonna watch that, but I love drinking it. That's all I was trying to say. Yeah. It's kind of like how I'm not going to actually watch through Kyle XY, but I sure am listening to Kyle XY. <laughs> Same. Same. And it's so funny because I watched a couple episodes of that as like a child, but I am not revisiting as an adult. <laughs> nice. I like that they're both canning bro podcast anyway um (laughs) they watch it so we don't have to (laughs) and then after so the next episode after the one we just put out of like the bad ova that's funny and bad Mm -hmm. is a guest episode so stay tuned because you might recognize that voice if you like kyle xy yeah speaking of the canning brothers (gasps) oh my god you got matt dallas (laughs) <laughs> yes <laughs> did. damn you got me <laughs> ready for that one <laughs> man <laughs> how dare you come on our podcast and be funnier than us <laughs> did I actually say my twitter I don't know <laughs> I don't think you said haunting the morgue. The The Twitter is haunting the morgue, M-O-R-G. Thank you. I said the podcasts and not the Twitter. All right, now I'm done, officially. So I'm Emery. I'm on Fur Affinity at username Space Robot. I'm doing commissions and stuff there. If you want emailing me about a little commission info or to order one of those, my email for that is spacerobotart at gmail.com or hit me up on Discord, whatever. Uh, so I'm also on a podcast called Gone Will Hunting. We're gonna, we're really gonna try and start editing and publishing that again soon. I know I've been saying this for a while, but we are like almost finished wrapping up recording on that. We just got one more episode to do to fill in the missing episode that we lost our audio for. Uh, so yeah, once that's done, we'll, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, start working on that. And also, new secret project we got in the works. Ooh. I don't want to announce anything for that until maybe until like we've actually recorded the first episode or something, but I'm, 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 we're all pretty excited about the premise. We're all just like buzzing about this new stupid idea, uh, that we're, that we've had. Um, hell yeah. Sorry. Uh, yeah, so that's it for me. This is a noisespace.xyz podcast. Hey, a lot of the shows we previously mentioned are on there. Yeah. We, yeah, we... Uh, th- uh, yeah, so also... Uh, we're on Twitter and Discord. Both are linked in the show, show notes. Um, our Twitter is DigiGhostGaze. 
Also, did you say XYZ? Did I? I meant to say XYZ. Let's hope you said XYZ. Otherwise, Matt will come for you. Yeah, my brain is a burnt slice of toast right now. Um, Oh, trust me. That's what episode 31 did to me, too. Oh yeah, if you if you join our Discord, then you'll get to hop in on Digi Mondays and watch some of those fucking t- episodes of Tamers that we're talking about. And guess who's hosting that? It's Teddy. Ooh. Yep. Having a good time with it. We're making decent pace through the story. Hell yeah. It's good. Good shit. Tomorrow we're going to hang out, we watch some Digimon. It's good stuff. Tomorrow, we're going to watch episode 12, which, like 31, is very angsty and gay, and I love it. Uh, So, yeah, I think that about does it. Uh, So, until next time, all you poltergeist ghouls and non-boonaries, Digimon Goodbye, darlings. And they are the gays. Very true. Goodbye. Goodbye. Goodbye.